In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'll be your Sherpa today, Tony Grebmeyer, as we go up Success Mountain. Today's guest, you probably recognize his voice from any episode you listen to, let's say in the last year, year and a half. He is the guy behind the scenes making everything I do sound just that much better. So before we jump into the show, I want to tell you just a little bit of a background about this guy. Um, and one of the things I love is when you need something, he just shows up for you. That's huge in my life. When people just say, hey, you know what? I'll make it happen. You don't worry about it. You do what you love. I'll do what I love, and we'll collaborate. So find those people in your life. Insider tip before we get started. Um, So it all started for him as a child. I think it all started for all of us as a child. But nonetheless, we're going to just keep that there. Uh, When his dad gave him a cassette recorder from Radio Shack. Now, two things that are probably not around, Radio Shack and a cassette recorder. You may find one on Amazon. But let's just say this. They don't make them in like heavy distribution anymore. But one of the reasons he's here is he's really talented. And he's going to showcase some of that talent with you today. Not just about what it takes to produce an episode for the Be Fulfilled show, but what it takes to show up like in a big way and play a big role and help you and I have freedom. And I'm going to talk about that. But he used that recorder uh, as a child and he spent hours and hours practicing, hitting play and record, making voices, interviewing, and just messing around with his friends and his brother. And, you know, one of the things that really comes out is that 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 voice deep down inside. He sounds a lot like me. I sound a lot like him. We have fun when we call. We kind of just prank on each other. But I wanted to bring him on today because I believe every person, no matter what your role in this world is, that you play an important one in my life if you interact with me in any way. And so instead of him being behind the like the production, I wanted to bring him in front of the production. I wanted to actually produce this damn episode. So I'm gonna, I'll produce this episode, Mike. You don't have to do any of it. You just, you just do what you do today. I know people. They'll help me. We'll get this thing produced. I'll call my buddy Sammy. We'll figure it out. But uh, please welcome an Iraq War veteran, co-founder of the Real Time Radio, and the owner of the Mike G Voice Artist, Mike Galloway. Hey Tony, how are you, man? I'm good, man. It's like uh, I'm talking to myself. So for the next 30 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Tony and Mike show. So uh, you know the drill. What's your definition of success? Man, this is a powerful one because it took me a lot of uh, things in my life to unfold and to face for me to come to to answer this question. And quite simply, I think for me personally, success is overcoming adversity and not getting comfortable with my paranoias or dysfunction I've created in life. Okay, I can do it. Well, we're going to go up Success Mountain today. Anything that just like you want to just get off your chest now before we jump into the show? 
You know, I'm I'm Spitfire like Ninja. I'm throwing Ninja stars today. I don't even know where I'm throwing them. I'm just grabbing them. Well, uh, man, just first off, it's really it's really wild and humbling to hear your story out of somebody else's mouth. That was powerful, man. I got kind of teared up thinking about my dad, thinking about those times in the bedroom, making those little comedy bits, having fun. And it it was just, thank you for that, man. Yeah. No, it was funny. I, I literally called a buddy of mine, Zachary Babcock. He, he's a guest on the show. And uh, for my other buddy, Nick, um, I recorded, I'm wearing a black jacket today and I have a hood and I feel like the emperor. And so I recorded like the scene from... Like one of the prequels, it's the only part of the prequels I like is like when he's like, rise, right? And he tells Vader to rise. And so I did the scene and then I sent it to my buddy today and I had my hoodie on. And so I jump on the phone with Zach and he's like, you look like the emperor. And I just hit play. And it was the section of me doing the recording. He's like, holy crap, how the heck did you do that? I'm like, hey, man, when you got it, you got it, right? And that's what I want to tell you. Um, A good friend of ours. Uh, Sammy one day said to me, Sammy yeah. Taggett said, hey, you got to meet my buddy Mike. I don't know if he'll help you, but super cool. If you ever do get a chance to work with him, you'll love him. Went to school with him, yada, yada, yada. I met you. Five minutes later, I was like, can I hire that guy? That guy's really, really cool. And he's like, yeah, you can hire him. He's cheap. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> he's not cheap at all. I mean, he's professional, but he's got some skills. So uh, shout out to Sammy. And what a blessing it has been not to worry about my podcast. You show up in a big way for me. And um, I have very similar stories about a cassette recorder, and that's how I got to be a radio air personality. I used to hit play and record, listen to 102.5 KDO and Salida Santa Cruz in the Monterey Bay, right? So I listened to the music, and then I would try to do my voiceover, like introing the songs. And so when you um, had that in your bio and kind of like following up a little bit about you as a child, it brought back uh, memory. So how old are you real quick? 46. So I'm 48, so. Yeah, we're brothers. I probably started the phase of having a cassette recorder and it probably ended with you. Um, they, they discontinued those things pretty thereafter. Um, where'd you grow up? I grew up, I was born in Wheat Ridge, Colorado. Then we, I grew up in Arvada until I was five, then moved to Longmont. And then that's uh, where I graduated high school, then joined the service, and I've been traipsing the country and world ever since. I love it. Uh, What are you doing currently for a career? Well, I am with Sammy T, who, by the way, interesting story, I've known Sammy since I first moved to Longmont at five, so I've known him for over 40 years now. And he and I, uh, just last year, created Real-Time Radio, as you referenced, and uh, we, we help clients, influencers, people who have audio needs, we help them produce high quality podcasts. And it is, it's, been a, it's been a successful and interesting ride along the way. It's interesting starting a, a company with one of your best friends. You really learn just the quality of that relationship real fast. Yeah. And I mean, one thing that I love about Sammy is, you know, Sammy's play. Right. Sammy yeah. likes to play yeah. like he has like and you're like the serious guy. So sometimes like <laughs> I'm like, 
hey, Sammy, what's going on with Mike over there, man? He's like straight as a board. He like needs to cut loose and have some fun. Can you put something on the one and the two and let's drop a mix, you know? <laughs> and uh, But I got to tell you guys, I think you complement each other like really, really, really well. I don't we think do. Sammy would be where he's at today without a guy like you and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I'm super blessed and grateful because Sammy shows up for me in a lot of ways in my life. Uh, he, he calls me Dr. Jones. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Uh, short round is what he, he calls himself. And, uh, we've literally had a, had a blast. And so, you know, one of the reasons why I want to have you on here today, I wanted to love on you, man. And I wanted to put it out there to the world. It's not easy to get up every single day and go serve, um, your country, protect your country, your borders, your life, the people for everything that you do, um, to fight for what you believe. You know, you come back and, you know, I want to talk just a little bit about life after service and what mm-hmm. is your life like today in service? What does that look like? How do you transition from, you know, airplanes, helicopters, that kind of stuff, bullets flying, people dying, coming back to different type of service? You know, you're, you're, you're serving me. You're helping my needs. You're helping People hear my message. So I, I always say, like, that's a huge service to myself. And I know service can be many things to many people. But I just want to say, like, you know, you've got a great voice, an incredible ear to hear where I screw up, which is 98% of the time. So how you pull 2% of content out of every show to make it sound amazing, I'm just super blessed. Well, I, I mean, the message that you have, Tony, is a powerful message. So I mean, we all, there's no perfection in anything. It's the, it's the intent behind it and the heart behind it. So your, your, your work and what I do for you is very, very easy for me. It's, I don't feel challenged to have to make you sound greater than you already are because you already are. So that, that aside, I'm, I just am grateful for just the opportunity to be a part of you telling your story and telling the stories of other people. Now, as far as me my military service, it's, it's interesting because I, I had two separate times in the service, right out of high school for four years, and then I built a whole career in broadcasting and then put that aside and re-enlisted after September 11th and did five more years. And it's both times had their challenges. They're different total realities in the world at the time. Um, I was very young very impressionable when I enlisted in 1992 and saw a lot of interesting things. Uh, when your mind is, is a young adult getting, I mean, it's getting molded for how you see things down the road and seeing and working with the Haitian refugees in Cuba in 1994. And then while there dealing with the Cuban refugee crisis in 1994, I, at a young age at 19, saw so much human-on-human violence in riots, in these um, refugee camps, to from a total tribal mentality of the Haitians that were there, to riots in the Cuban camps that were more, they were organized. They, it was really, it was wild. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. That stuck with me for years and I didn't know how to process it. In a, and then a year later in 95, I, I went to Bosnia as part of the NATO mission to take control from the failed UN mission. 
and came on the tail end of Bosnia and just saw so much destruction over there. Got out in 1996 and didn't know how to process anything that I had experienced through my time in the service and ended up having a nervous breakdown at 24, realizing I needed to deal with a lot of things in life and sought my personal growth journey and built a career, started working on personal healing. And then I know this is kind of long winded, but it's important to know uh, just kind of the pieces that make up the puzzle that is me. Uh, built a successful radio career. I worked in television news, radio news, music radio, and then quit my job. At the time, I was working as a producer for NPR out of Baltimore. And when September 11th happened and put that career aside and went back in the service and deployed, lived in Egypt for a year working with the State Department, uh, monitoring the peace between Egypt and Israel and then was in Iraq in 2005 and 2006 uh, as part of a 12-man team that I led as a staff sergeant on a psychological operations mission and got out in June of 2006 and rebuilt my radio career, and here I am today. <laughs> well, it's not long-winded, so let me tell you, like I can't even imagine uh, what you've seen and what you've gone through, but thank yeah. you very much for your service you know, I can relate to the radio, right? Having a career in radio myself, don't have anything to tell you about the military. That wasn't my path to get to where I'm at. However, I do know from conversations I've had, stories that I've heard, um, and people that I've talked to throughout the years, you, it's not stuff that you just like, you know, flip a switch and it's gone. It's stuff that no. just gets buried and uh, oh, comes back up deep. at all different times of your life. And the trauma, right, is always there, and it's just something's aggravated at days, and it, and, and it causes you to stop. You can hear it in your voice, so I like to acknowledge things, not brush things off, and then allow space for us to just have an amazing conversation. But I'm going to do this, give the audience a chance to uh, capture their thoughts for a moment. We're going to come back after a quick break. Um, cool thing is about our guest, normally he does the commercial breaks, so I'm going to make up a commercial, so be sure to stick around, and we'll be right back on today's episode of the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. Today's show is brought to you in part by Mike Galloway. If you are looking to have a podcast produced and don't know what to do, all you need to do is call the fine folks at Real Time Radio. We'll leave their number in the show notes. Make sure you contact them today if you're looking to have a show produced and you want to get your voice heard by more people and more downloads. Talk to Sammy Taggett and Mike Galloway at Real Time Radio. Hey, we're back on today's podcast. Uh, thanks so much for being here and being a part of this amazing show. Uh, we're talking today to Iraqi war veteran, co-founder of Real Time Radio, and the owner of Mike G Voice Artist, Mike Galloway. So welcome back to the show. Hey, great to be here, Tony. Thank you so much, man. Hey, one of the great things about being uh, just a host of a podcast, you got to have some fun, right? And one of the things that I want to bring up that a lot of people don't know who listen to this show that every guest, since Mike and I really have had a chance to start working together, I make sure at the break that that guest acknowledges Mike for what Mike has done, 
will do and what he's doing currently because it makes a difference in my world. What are those little glimmers, those little stories? What do they feel like for you? And the reason why I'm modeling this is anybody listening today, you can do this in your own life for the people who take care of you. This is just my way of giving back. What does that feel like for you? Oh, man, it is... I am really grateful because it is when you spend your time as a, as an editor or, or producer, you're usually alone in a studio and to have that outside connection outside of all these gadgets and have people you've never met, people who you madly respect, who people you come to appreciate based off of what you're hearing, acknowledge you. I mean, it's really humbling and it's, it's just awesome, man. It always brings a smile to my face. So thank you for that. And th- I thank them. No, you do. You do a great job. All right, we're going to talk about some fun stuff right now. We're going to go from uh, uh, being a little quiet to uh, into character. So um, <laughs> let's talk about those voices you made, those character voices, those comedy bits that you, yeah, yeah. brother, and friends did growing up. What was like your go-to if you wanted to impress the ladies? Well, I was so young at that time. I wasn't even thinking about girls. I just my hormones. Hey, everything wasn't working right. My voice. Oh my god, Tony! You, you, there's one thing you need to understand with me is that I really didn't hit puberty until I was 17. When I was 16. Hey, how you doing, ladies? My name is yeah. Mike Galloway. I'm here today to have fun with you. When I was 16 in high school, I was five one, 105 pounds. And what are you was, today? Like five, I am, five I'm, two, and one o three or something. Yeah, I've, I've trimmed up. <laughs> I can't do seventy five hard; I'll disappear. Oh gosh! You right, uh, remind me of the character in like Captain America, Chris Evans' character. He yeah, just kept pretty much. trying to say, "Can you enlist me?" And they're like, "Rejected." You're like, "Please, man, I, I want to get in." That's pretty much how I was. I was tiny. Now I'm I'm five ten. Uh, let me be a little over five ten, and. Um, I've fluctuated in weight just based off of how active I've been, but I've been at my healthiest and strongest 185 pounds to now I'm right around 170. Wow. Um, So, all right. When you finally got a chance to want to impress the ladies, what was your kind of like go-to? What would you do? Like, what was the voice? Oh, wow. I would sing Harry Connick Jr. songs. All right. Let's hear a little bit. I have often walked down that street before, though the pavement always stayed beneath my feet before. All at once am I several stories high, knowing I'm on the street where you live. Anyway. I like that. (laughs) All right. I was doing that in high school, and people are like, he's crazy, but girls liked it. I came into work today going, Shaka Khan. Let <laughs> me Shaka Khan. And the girl, the girl uh, on at the front, Janelle goes, that's what you were singing yesterday. I'm like, you know, sometimes, man, you just get those, those notes or those songs in your head and you're like, you say the same things over and over. So your voice, do you practice like warming it up or you just get into like character? It depends. It's a, it honestly depends on, on what I'm using it for, how I need to use it, how long I need to use my voice. I mean, it's really, I'm, I have a bad habit of, I love coffee and caffeine and coffee are hard on the vocal cords. So if you're doing anything- I just pounded any- a bunch of caffeine. <laughs> so I'm like, my voice has changed, changed like three times since we've been talking. 
So I mean, it all depends. There's sometimes where it's just like, if I know I want to use a voice, I, I don't want to warm it up. I want to keep that gravelly texture. Cause like in the mornings, you can have a deeper voice, a deeper tone, a little rasp, and it can be fun to record and just try different things. And then there are other voices where you have to warm up so you can loosen the vocal cords to accomplish what you're wanting to accomplish. It's so wild how the human voice works. It oh, really is. I was doing Bobcat yesterday. I don't think I could even get Bobcat <laughs> out today, you know? I used but, to do Police Academy, man. Awesome yeah. movies. I, uh, for a brief period of time, I was partners with Brian Tochi. So Brian Tochi was one of the characters in Police Academy. And the guy who I was more impressed with than Bobcat was the guy who could do all of those cool voices, right? And he could do the little sounds and throw his his voice. Yeah. That kind of stuff is like really, really. So when, when I Winslow, got a chance. Wasn't it Winslow? Wasn't his yeah, character in Police Officer Academy? Winslow, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you just have been able to help me do so many cool things around getting my message out to the world. And one of the things that I love is that you have this really cool ability to just go, make up stuff on the fly. And I tell people all the time, that is a hidden talent that a lot of people would pay a lot of money to have. And that is like what a comedian can just grab the mic on stage and just deliver a knockout punch. Mm. Where does that come from for you to have that ability wow. just to go? Wow. I've been asked this question so many times and I really don't have a way to really explain it. It's been something since as a child, I would see things unfold. And it was like I was seeing it, seeing things unfold. But in my head, I was putting the pieces together in different ways, even as I was seeing it or hearing it. And I mean, I made a, a career in radio before I left radio you know, three years ago. I made a hugely successful career and I was, was doing that. I really challenged myself by opening up to callers, you know, give me three totally random different topics and I'll create a song and I'll do it in less than 20 minutes. So I take calls for 10 minutes and that would really only give me 10, 15 minutes. And I'd have to put totally random topics together into some sort of cohesive song that I hope would make people laugh. And sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't, but most of the time it worked. But for me, it's just, I don't know, I hear things and I latch onto things and I'll hear things in a different way. And it's just something that just is always running in my head. It's hard to explain. No, I, I it may be hard for you to explain, but I like relate. And I know some people are like, what the hell are these two talking about? <laughs> I'm like, look, Ma, this is what we're talking about. We're shit that shit crazy and you can join the parade if you'd like or you can make fun of us but one way or the other we're gonna be okay <laughs> you know and it's yeah, like yeah um no i i totally relate like i tell people all the time when i was in radio getting ready to go to a stop set i got two choices right my boss used to pound in like don't get two thoughts ahead you know back step one and 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 position what you got coming up next if you get like three or four things ahead you're screwed right so it'd be very very deliberate and focused mm -hmm. So when you were saying like three things, I was like, oh, yeah. So how do I take what I just played, put it into like what's coming up, but make it like sound like it all belongs, like it goes together. And so I was totally relating to what you're doing. Exactly. Um, what's something that like really just lights you up that you just get super excited about? Like when you know you get a flip on the mic and start getting into like your job, like what you love. Oh, the fact that I get to do it. 
Yeah. Especially in the capacity that I do it now, because I'm not creating the content. So for me, it's just knowing that it, 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 approaching the content with no judgment, total objectivity, and realizing I'm gonna I'm gonna learn something. There's something in here that is gonna impact me in in one way, and it's gonna impact other people in, in other ways. But it's just being willing to to listen and being graced with the awesome opportunity to be able to to be the one that helps package it. That's really cool. The one, the one, Mike <laughs> Galloway. At that moment, I am, I guess. Well, I just, you know, we could talk all day, but I, I want to have some fun and I, I'm going to bring you in a few minutes into the fulfillment round. <laughs> like you got teary eyed about your dad. Um, yep. Tell me, tell me about your dad. Uh, it was a strained relationship and it's not to really anybody's fault just due to the reality of modeling. And, you know, my father was raised, my father's story is a very interesting story because my grandmother's first husband was killed uh, in World War II in Germany. And he, my grandmother had a son. Well, my uncle was a newborn, never met his father when my grandma got the knock on the door. And my my grandmother never let go of her love for her first husband and totally understandably. And she went to a widower support group and met my grandfather, my biological grandfather, who was in the widower support group because his wife was barren, couldn't have kids, and she committed suicide. And they met in this widower support group and they fell in love and my dad was their child. And, and growing up, my, my uncle, and I mean, it, it, it's, I'm not, wanna, I, in saying this, I don't want to paint anybody in a bad light. It was just a, a challenge situation from the start. But my, my uncle, it seems, or it seemed, my uncle was giving, given, and I saw it as a kid growing up, my uncle was given more attention than my father. My cousins were given more attention than me and my brother. And so when, you know, when I, in being born and with my father specifically raising me, there was just this being, as I was the youngest, I was subjected to the treatment that he was subjected to. And I don't even think he realized doing it. Gotcha. But as a kid, as a kid, you don't know that. As a kid, you don't know that. You just think you're viewed differently or not loved as much as a sibling. And I held a lot of resentment against my father for a long time. And, you know, I came to accept that and realize it and tried to build a relationship with my father. But all the work that I'd done, being as I referenced earlier, therapy and everything that I went through as an adult, I, I went through that. My father didn't, didn't really understand it. He, under, he understood why I did it, but it was just, just this lack of being able to relate. But I have nothing but love for my father. He passed three years ago. And it's, I do have re some really fond memories. That tape recorder one is one where it was just, it was something that even as a small child, I remember the smile that would get on my dad's face when I would do something stupid or silly on that tape recorder. And, I, and at that time, I felt, wow, you know, I felt like I had all of my father's attention. No, I, I, you know, I, 
don't know why I ask any question. I really don't. I've never like said, oh, you know, today I'm going to ask nine questions. They're going to go in this perfect order. Like I'm not like that. I'm an energy person. And I really truly feel like energy. um, And every time I've ever talked to you, like your grandmother just passed not too long ago. Oh, my grandmother. No, my grandmother passed. Was it your mom? No, my mom's still alive. Uh, My grand. Who passed? Was it your aunt? Somebody passed. There's no relatives that passed. I lost, uh, I didn't lose, but I've, I've have family members that lost friends to Mm -hmm. COVID or they were, they weren't directly COVID, but they were labeled COVID. Yeah. That's another interesting topic. Yeah. Very. So let's do this. I'm going to bring you to the fulfillment round. I'm going to have a lot of fun with you because I'm going to make you work. I'm going to make you earn your damn podcast plays. Okay. Dude, so if you want more plays, you need to give us some freaking material that's going to light the world on fire. If you're ready, I need you to say, I am ready. Oh, I'm ready, man. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine, no digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica's. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? Mm-hmm. Question number one. Shoot. I need your best female reporter impersonation. Go. Female. Wow. I don't do female voices. That's a challenging one. You put me on the spot. Let me, all right, here we go. Let me try to be a British woman who's all on the scene live at a very challenging circumstance. As we are here accumulating the information, we need to present you with the story. The story that will impact you, impact your life and leave you wondering what else is there. Stay tuned. Details to come. That's not a female voice, but I don't do female voices. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. The show is brought to you by Fire. Oh, shit. I don't know how to do voices. Oh, I could have done, not a reporter, but I could have done an old, like, New York grandmother. Oh, my wife. Oh, my gosh. Every time I hear an old Jewish lady, it's I think of my wife. Okay. Um, I need your favorite male reporter character. We're screwed if you don't do a male voice because you said you couldn't do female. So I'm like, what the hell is he on the show doing voices for? Yeah. Come on. I need one. <laughs> Oh, I would. I'll go to my my Phil Hartman place because he did an. Oh, you remember the old early Simpsons? Yeah, with Troy McClure. Hi, yeah. I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such self help videos as Smoke Your Way Thin and Get Self Confidence, Stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so uh, you and I have actually been out to dinner, so I can actually take and ask this question because some people listening may not know that that Mike and I have actually met more than one time. Uh, It's kind of weird with the internet. You don't actually sometimes meet the people you work with, but Mike and I have had a chance to get out a couple different times. If you and I were going to go grab breakfast, where are you located now in the world? Oh, I'm actually, I'm in Phoenix. I'm in Metro Phoenix. Gotcha. Okay. So you are hungry. You're knowing I'm coming to town. We're going to go grab breakfast or lunch. Where are we going? Oh, man. You know Mexican food that you get in Colorado is unlike, unless you go to New Mexico. Colorado and New Mexico have a really different style of Mexican food. So for me, I found this awesome place called La Ristra, New Mexican Kitchen. So, man, I'd 
love to take you there. There are plenty of awesome places here, but that's for me, that's the first one that popped in my brain. I love it. I love it. Type of music you're finding yourself listening to more of these days. Wow. Uh, it's been, it's been challenging with COVID and with everything that I have going on in my life. So lately I've been listening to a lot of, uh, meditation, uh, a lot of frequency music. I love our Carlos Nakai on native American flute. So it's been, I've been listening to a lot of, I guess you could call it yoga music. Actually, I like that. That's cool. Every night I go to bed, I ask, I'm like, hey, Alexa, play me something to sleep to, you know? And mm. and first thing that I can't do my Alexa voice, I wish I could. That'd be awesome. Everybody's <laughs> like Alexa's would be going off right now. I don't know that. I can't help you. We can't play that. You don't have I a don't subscription for sleep sounds. Sorry, you're screwed. A-hole, fall asleep, count sheep, but we are not playing anything for you tonight. What's one thing you've been sitting not doing that you think about doing all the time? Just give me something in your head really, really quick, maybe that you're stuck on, and I want to see if we can have some fun with it today. One thing I'm not doing that I but would you like- you think about doing that you haven't acted on yet. Oh, I need to get back out on my stand-up paddleboard that I haven't been out on it in a while. That's one thing that I constantly think about because it's just so relaxing when you're separated from everything. You're just hearing water lap up against the board. You're putting in some physical effort. It's just, it's a piece. It's just, it's a piece. I've got enough going on in my head that I, I need to take time to breathe, to calm down and to just be, you know, patient and present with myself. All so, right. Before yeah, you, that's the first thing. Before you produce the next episode of the Be Fulfilled podcast show, can I get you to commit that you'll get out on your paddleboard for at least 45 minutes? Yes or yes? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. and yes. All right. It's important, man. Like it's tough. Like I, I'm like on such a wavelength with you today. Like I understand. And I think people listening will realize this too. It's, you know, sometimes we get stuck in a routine and it's not the right routine. It's just what we've been doing. And it's until you stop and you almost get a paddleboard to the side of your head. Do you realize, cause you could hear anybody listening right now could hear Mike go, uh, you know, I'm listening to like yoga music and, and flute, but you know, I'm stuck in my head and I'm like, I just, want you to get out, right? Because that's going to yeah. help you, right? Well, it ties um, right back to that, uh, you know, for me, I got to remind myself that success for me, it's overcome, it's overcoming adversity, not getting comfortable with my dysfunction. So I've got to make sure that I'm doing my, you know, the things to take care of myself. Favorite episode that you've produced on the Be Fulfilled podcast show, because you can't say this one because I'm producing this one. So give me something oh, or, wow. or favorite takeaways maybe that you've heard throughout the years listening that have really impacted you? Dov Barron had some awesome things to say. Um, Andrew, uh, is it Locke or Luck? Uh-huh. Had awesome things to say. Uh, I wish I could pull names right out of the top of my head. There's been so many. There, it's, you know, and I, I email, every time I send you one, I email you if, I mean, if something had an impact in, in what area that told you. I mean, there's, there's so many, man. You have a, you have an ops, absolute wealth of friends, and it's just it's. I can't thank you enough for giving me the opportunity to listen in on the conversations, man. Well, what I'm really honored is that you're going to end this season on the Be Fulfilled show, and then as we get ready to kick off um, season five. Wow, um, nice. You know, it's just really cool having you, you know, on the show, and I I want people to be able to reach out to you. Um, so is the best way to find you, would you say LinkedIn, Facebook, where do people connect with you? Well, they can connect with me on, uh, 
Oh, wow, it's it's a shame that I don't even remember my LinkedIn handle. It's not, it's not a shame. Don't worry my own it. profile all the time. We're going to put I it am. all in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen. So all you need to know is that you head over to TonyGrebmeyer.com. You click on Mike Galloway, and you'll find mm-hmm. all the details about his information. Uh, you can learn more about this talented human being who's very humble, by the way. He's really, really smart. He's 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 playing a character right now, which is the <laughs> podcast producer. I forget things because I don't take show notes because that's somebody else's job on the team. Um, but we'll get oh, all wow. his stuff in the notes so that you can connect with him. One of the coolest people you'll meet, by the way. Last question before we let you cut loose for the day yeah. on your paddleboard. What is something you wish we would talk about that's top of mind? that we haven't brought, been brought up today in our conversation? Well, you, I, that's an awesome question because there's a lot, when you, when you post on Facebook and you share things in regard to, to be fulfilled and, and your journal and everything else, so the underlying thing that I think is really resonating and under the, un, bubbling under the surface right now just in society is you know, this, this don't confuse risk with fear. At least that's how I perceive it. And that's, that's something because with what I'm doing here in Phoenix and, and, you know, getting my helicopter flying certificates and going for my instructor rating, I have so many people ask me, isn't it scary flying? Why would you do that? It's, it's so risky. And it's like, I, it's, man, it's mitigated risk. Life is mitigated risk. You know, I don't want to live my life not making decisions out of fear. It, I would much rather make a decision and be the best that I can be to mitigate as much risk as possible. But it's in, life's inherently risky, so I might as well live it. I'd rather live a full life than a long life. Yeah, I mean, let's just be real, right? Anybody listening today, unfortunately, we're all going to die. So <laughs> the question is, some will die, very few will live. Mm. And fear is something that, you know, I love what my program teaches me, false evidence appearing real or fuck everything and run, your choice, right? <laughs> It's all right there, but I, um, I try not to get into my head because my space in my head is, uh, I think, diluted with a lot of views from other people, and that's why I, I shift right to my heart and live there, and that's where I have compassion instead of comparison, and I want to be the best version of myself, and I want to get up every single day and challenge myself. It's really easy for me to want to lay in bed and not get out of bed, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend today. I'm like, your goal of your your mind, your brain, and the moment when you wake up is to get up before your brain goes, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get back in bed. It was so comfortable. Like, I live in Colorado. It's supposed to snow this weekend, right? It's freezing mm-hmm. this morning. I'm in like extra layers today. Went for a walk at like 5.55 with my buddy Nick and we're out drinking cold brew, like walking around the neighborhood. My hand, I don't even have gloves on, right? But I know better. I could have brought gloves, but I want mental toughness, right? I want to be challenged with something today. I can't even see when I'm walking, but I'm believing no matter what, if I just put one foot in front of the other or take one action forward, that the rest of me will catch up with where I'm going, right? And so- Part of the reason why I wanted to ask you that question is because I think so much of what we're doing in our world, what I'm doing on the Be Fulfilled podcast show, uh, conversations I'm having in real life, is I'm bored with the average status quo. I'm bored with the person sitting there going, oh, poor me. Yeah, do you know what I have to go through? And I'm like, you know what? Do you know what everybody has to go through? 
everybody yeah. has their own challenges. Everybody's going through something. Everybody you meet along this journey has not had it easy. And I will even tell you, if you are a, you know, a trust fund baby, if you are whatever, you have not had it easy. And people go, Tony, how can you make a statement like that? I mean, they've given, been given everything. And I'm like, that's not easy. They've, they've missed out on the things that you and I have gone through that have made us tougher, mm-hmm. right? I didn't go and fight in a war, but I've been at war with myself for 48 fucking years trying to figure out how to improve on a daily basis, right? right? So I, I think that, you know, if that answers in a long-winded way, you got to get up every single day and you got to challenge yourself, right? Because no one's going to do it for you. No one's coming to do it for you. You know, I... I I get out of bed. My wife's still sleeping. My dogs are looking at me like, hey, where are you going, dude? It's dark outside. And I'm like getting coffee at 5.30 in the morning. They're like, hi, Tony. What would you like? Oh, yeah, I know what you want. You're here every day. People go, you get coffee every day? I go, yeah, it's a routine that works. So I think for us, we got to find a routine that works. And most of us um, don't have a routine. So then we're complacent. That's why the journal was created exactly. to help us get a routine. So we stay focused on like the things that work. Sean Stevenson left me this wisdom. I'll always impart this wisdom on anybody. I said, you know, build a win life works list. So when you your life isn't working, you already know what it's not. You want to make it work, start doing the things that help you to make it work. And so that's that's when I get back to the simple things. So when you were saying, hey, paddleboarding, I'm like, just go paddleboard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, go oh, paddleboard. Right. And you were saying 75 hard. I'm like, 75 anything. Doesn't matter what you do, go do anything. Yeah. Don't make an yeah. excuse, you know? Now, here's the crazy part. I've, I, I heard it on a conversation today. I, I, I couldn't do that. With that you. attitude, you're absolutely right. You can't. But yeah. if you want to be challenged, just maybe it'd be something to take a look at. And it's not a weight loss program. It's a mindset program, right? Exactly. It's a skill program. It's a push yourself and challenge program. I don't want comfortable. I want to be uncomfortable. I've been comfortable most of my life. I want to be uncomfortable. So hope that some stuff there you can chew on. Well, you nailed it. And it's awesome you bring up uh, up Sean because, you know, and it it was an unfortunate circumstance where we got to last see one another face to face. But you were out here for the, you know, the, the memorial and celebration for Sean. And that photo you have with him on, on the wall behind you, I don't know if it's on the wall behind you or in your office, but yeah, I love that photo. I mean, the joy in his face, the joy in, in your face. I mean, and it ties back to something you said earlier, just in regard to, to people and their response and, and the pity they take upon themselves. And you look at somebody like Sean and how he lived his life. And it reminds me of, was it Seneca or Epictetus that said, we suffer more in imagination than we do in reality. Oh, and, so, so true. Yeah. And, and, you know, events and circumstances don't determine the emotional response we have to them. We determine the emotional response to an event or circumstance. And that's the power we have. And that's, and that's something that I think is underlying in, in what you share, the stories you share, the people you connect with, the people you resonate with. And to, to be counted, somebody to spend time to talk with you like this, uh, I'm, I'm grateful. So thank you, brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the talented man with many voices, the commercials that make you thirsty. His name is Mike Galloway. We're going to put everything at TonyGrubmeyer.com. 
We'll find the show notes. We'll find links to what he says he does. We'll actually see if he actually says he does what he does do. And we'll find that out and we'll post that for you to check out. But hey, you know what? The good thing is you guys today got to spend time with a dear friend of mine, somebody who makes a difference in my world, shows up, gives you guys content each week to listen to. And you know, um, one thing that's like a big pet peeve of mine is not being my word. And Mike is his word. And that is a win in my category. And every single week, this show gets aired. I haven't missed a fucking episode since we launched our show. I got to tell you, there's a lot of people's podcasts that you're listening to that have huge gaps in between each episode. I challenge you to go find the huge gap in ours. All right. Until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.